0: What's going on, Patriots? Back with another Patriots Prayer Podcast for you. I hope everybody had an amazing Memorial Day. I had a great Memorial Day. Uh, I spent it over on the coast, uh, over in California. Not my favorite state, to be quite honest with you. It is a beautiful place, though, people. Uh, You know, I can't say enough about the state, the place of California Uh, I just really wish uh, we had some more conservative base there, but here's the funny thing, guys. While I was there, um, I encountered many, many, many like-minded individuals once again uh, walking around with my normal regalia on, let let you know exactly who I am and what I believe long before you have a conversation with me, and... um, I had a great reception most every place that I went. Uh, A couple of oddball stares, but that's just fuel for the fire. That's fine. Um, Yeah, I'd like to say, guys, you know, we we broke another barrier uh, uh, on our Facebook page. We're getting up there, 3.2K followers. We need those subscription guys. Um, And because we're a completely self-funded podcast. I Meaning, basically, when I started this thing, I decided, well, I'm going to put some minimal amount of money toward this podcast. And I'm going to set it up with everything that I have now. And if it grows, it's going to grow because the listeners want it to grow. They're gonna, It's going to grow because it's making money. And, and people see that we're fighting for a cause. The same causes they believe in themselves. So you'll see the new sign behind me. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. You know, um, it, it, it starts somewhere, guys. It, it starts. Every everything starts somewhere, and and that's where we are. You know, I I don't have so much pride that I can't say that. Um, you know, I'm not a, a, a the biggest podcaster in the world or the most popular, but watch, keep watching, because I'm not going to stop. The only difference between me and them is time. Trust me, it's time. Um, the tenacity um, that I feel toward the things that we talk about is, uh, I, I can't say it's unequaled, um, but uh, I'm damn sure at least equal with the most passionate one out there. That's for sure. Um, as I said, that always do the right thing no matter what the consequences are. I live that, I believe that, um, and, and and there are some other people who believe it, and we're going to talk about them very shortly. Uh, we have a, a good lineup of stories here. Uh, we're going to re uh, we're going to touch on the COVID situation. Masks are back in the news, and January sixth, Oath Keepers uh, founder gets eighteen years in prison. We're going to talk about this man. We're going to talk about Oath Keepers and what they really are and who they really are uh, from every angle and why the left fears them. Why the left not only fears them, but they fear anyone and everyone who believes in their country. They believe in their Constitution and they know what it says. There, there's nothing uh, more dangerous to a liberal Uh, a democrat and i'm not talking about the the liberals on the street because a lot of you guys believe it or not you're brainwashed you you don't even know what it is you follow believe in or stand with you you just don't um and 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 for that reason I, i can easily call some of them idiots and other ones i can't say too much about uh because they don't know what they don't know the only difference between them and us in some cases is knowledge and, and the ability to not just hear the truth, but when you hear it, accept it and act on it. Let it change you. Not stand uh, with your agenda, but rather, um, you know, come to the side where truth is and make a change and, and do what's right. Change your change your course or your direction. And last but not least, we're going to talk about Christopher Ray. We're going to talk about the fact that he's not complying with the F, with with the subpoena sent to the FBI by James Comer and Grassley and those guys, and uh, exactly what it means, so uh, let's get started real quick on this COVID issue, but before I do guys, you know, like I said, I said it before and I'll say it again, we appreciate you so much here at the Patriots Prayer Podcast, um, very much, I, I, I work a very long day, right? Uh, Not necessarily long in in duration. I work the same 8 to 10 hours a day most of you work. During the course of that day, the night before, in the morning of, I'm up putting together a show for you guys. This is not just a hobby. This is not just something that I like. I would be doing this uh, as far as looking into these situations and uh, posting about them and doing whatever I could to get the word out there whether or not I had a podcast. A podcast was just the uh, evolution, the next step, um, for sure, because I've always been involved, always. And, um, you know, uh, to, to, to bring it to this level and put that much work into it, after a long day, I do it because I absolutely feel it's necessary. It's necessary for you and it's necessary for me. We can no longer live in a world that allows us to keep our politics and our, religions, uh, our, our religion to ourselves. We can't. We cannot stay quiet in the face of the things that you see happening every day around you. It's sick. It, it, the, the depravity is unequalled at any other point or time in history, and well, I, I would even venture to say your great-great-great grandfather's time. Um and and they're and they're doing this openly and willfully and they want you to be quiet about it. They don't want you to say anything about it. They just want you to be quiet about it. You know, they wanna act as if um some of the things that they say we're not allowed to question, so they 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 bill it or attach it to something else or call it something. To where it sounds like as if you're attacking it, oh, well, you must be a bigot or something of that nature, BLM. So if you say, I don't like Black Lives Matter, oh, well, then you must not think Black Lives Matter. And, you know, down that rabbit hole we go. Well, we know that's not the case whatsoever. It's not the case. It's the same thing with all these other things that they have uh, that they're putting out there. They want to say a man can have a baby. I said a man. They want to. They want to tell us a man can have a baby. What, what, what? I said a man can have a baby. What, what, what? Exactly. So <laughs> you know, um, it, it's it's sad because today we have to teach our children differently than we ever have before. We have to look our children in the face and explain all these cockamamie things. And then tell them, hey, when you go to school, people are talking about this, avoid them, don't get in the mix. You know, you, you kind of want to look out for your kids and that sort of thing. Um, it, it's it's very hard. It's it, The question becomes whether or not you tell your kid to stand up for what's right and say what's right and let the chips fall where they may, which God knows where that could be in the in public school system today. Um. That's where I am with it. That's exactly where I am with it. When I say do the right thing and let the chips fall where they may, no matter what the consequences are, uh, I mean that very much. And and uh, and every member of my household is is held to that same standard. That same standard. In any case, let's go ahead and jump into this. So. I labeled this one the truth about masking. Now, we have known that there have been issues as to whether or not masks were uh, a thing, whether or not they worked. Uh, we knew for the longest time as studies started becoming uh, more mainstream and we started getting our hands on them in the real raw data, uh, we started seeing the fact that hey, they do not work. Period. Do not work. Um, they stop anything that is zero I believe it's five microns. However, uh, uh, COVID is point 0.1 microns. So you have to understand your, your COVID. Your mask isn't going to stop COVID. Your, your mask isn't going to stop COVID, wearing two masks isn't going to stop, wearing three masks isn't going to stop COVID, it doesn't matter. And, and Anthony Fauci knew this very thing. I'm going to play some clips for you from Fauci, uh, and we're going to start off with the very first one. The one where, he, where Donald Trump was still in office, he's giving a press release, and they're asking him about this very thing. So take a listen to what Fauci said, and uh, tell me. You're telling everybody to wear a mask, whether they've had an infection or a vaccine. What I'm saying is they have immunity, and everybody agrees they have immunity. What studies do you have that people that have had the vaccine yeah. or have had
1: the infection are spreading the infection? If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, You've it's not. have the vaccine, and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater?
0: No, that's not. Here we go again with the theater. <laughs> Those two used to have some of the most epic back-and-forths. That I ever seen uh, between two people, because Paul Ron excuse me not Ron Paul Ron Paul Ron Paul's the man sorry Ron Paul I wish I, I know he's an older guy I love him to death uh, you know I think he would have been the best president I, I, I ever period ever he was a guy who who leaned on the on the uh, the Constitution and never wavered didn't make any friends as a result either. Because he didn't waver. Either it was constitutional and it wasn't. And if it wasn't, he wasn't going there. But anyway, screw that rabbit hole. So Rand Paul and Fauci used to have some of the most epic back and forth ever. And in this clip, you see him stating uh, whether or not the, the masks are just theater. Well, he's telling you and he's told you in his, in his emails and in other places that the masks don't work. Uh, he even made videos uh, to the contrary, stating that masks don't work. Very, I mean, when it comes n- to masks, no,
2: no this n- much is about a no,
0: no, no, uh, no mints in the words here, here. Let's take a look. I- I'll show you this one, and then I'm going to go on to a clip uh, where uh, even even Joe Rogan it, it, I think uh, it brought it to light in a in a very uh, well. I'll let you see for yourself. Uh, He's going through his emails, and he's having this discussion with someone who's also trying to seemingly take up for Fauci, but really does not have a leg to stand on in the course of this interview. But listen to what this guy says about masking and why it works and why it doesn't work. Take a listen. Peter.
2: This much is about a millimeter. When we talk about masks, we have to talk about microns. And typically, if you look at an N95 mask, what that does is it filters out 95% of particulate matter larger than 0.3 microns. Well, the question then is, how big is a covoid uh, particle? And a COVID particle is about 0.1 micron. So we know that. Even an N95 mask has tremendous limitations. Yes, it does help some because COVID particles will, if you will, coalesce and coagulate almost as they come into the the magnetized or electrified field of the uh, N95 mask. But the bottom line is a surgical mask or a cloth mask are really designed only for particulate matter greater than 5 microns. Typical bacteria are 1 to 20 microns. So when we wear surgical masks in surgery, we're simply trying to make sure that if we sneeze, cough or something, we're not spraying a lot of bacteria into the place we're doing surgery. But this idea of people thinking that they're doing something particularly useful with a cotton mask or a handkerchief or a homemade mask or a surgical mask is just Looney Tunes. And that's exactly what it is.
0: And that's exactly what we called it from day one. And we were all called conspiracy theorists. We were told that we were killing people. We were told all kinds of things. Um, well, there were kids in, in the Make-A-Wish program that were denied kidneys. There was a matter of fact, there was an Army sergeant who I reached out to after I saw his story on Fox News that they wouldn't give him a kidney after he decided that he wouldn't get the vaccine. Uh, and... So uh, I reached out to him and I said, look, I, I'm willing to test for you, bud. So if you if you don't find or, or if you want me to go down here and test somewhere, I'm for it. He reached back out and he thanked me galore. But this is what we do for each other. You know, this guy went to war and risked his life and limb for us. And yet he comes back home. And because he doesn't want to get some experimental jab put in his arm that we don't know really what's in it, we don't have any studies to say what it will or won't do over long periods of time because there was no time to run the study. But you want us to just jab that in our arm and don't ask any questions uh, whatsoever and because, you know, my body, my choice, right, when it comes to certain things, but I guess not when it comes to vaccines. And and that is going to get said again and again and again because it's true every time. And the left keeps on saying those same stupid things, and they don't see the contradiction uh, when it's an amazing contradiction. Now, the US Navy toxicity experts set the exposure limits for submarines carrying a female crew to 0.8% CO2 based on animal studies, which indicated that the increased risk for stillbirth, the German researchers wrote, with mammals chronically exposed to. CO2 show irreversible neuron damage in the offspring, reduced to spatial and learning, and reduced circulating levels uh, of the insulin like the growth factor number one. Now, here's the thing. They knew this was the case, right? So they knew that if they deprived mothers, uh, expected mothers, and so forth from uh, pure oxygen, basically forcing a mask, over their face, that they would uh, end up uh, with possible birth defects. Did, did you tell them that prior to the mass? Did, did, did anyone warn them at all? Did anyone say, because these studies, these studies have been around for a while. These are, these are not new studies. Now, data also shows that text, testicular toxicity in adolescence and concentrations over 0.5%. So they also knew that in males that it will cause problems with the reproductive organs just by putting this mask on your face and wearing this mask throughout the entirety of the day, school, work, and otherwise, you got this mask on your face. You think you're doing no damage, but it's obvious that you are doing damage. Now, a study published Uh, In the Cell Press journal, Helion found that wearing a mask for more than five minutes can increase CO2 exposure to 1.41 through 3.2% of inhaled air, far above the 0.04 concentration in fresh air. Now, the Las Vegas-based company that provides the Grand Canyon's tours on the Strip is still enforcing a mask mandate. Now I, I don't understand why you're up in a helicopter. Uh, well, first of all, let's just I, it, it, none of that matters. They don't work. The masks don't work. There's no reason to enforce, uh, enforce a mask mandate. And beyond not working, the study now shows that they actually do harm. The same studies, just like the Horowitz study, that show how much harm that the uh, the vaccine actually does. And it's it's not just a little bit. I mean, if you take a look at the harm caused by just, just focusing on the male population from ages 18 to 39, had an increased risk of myocarditis up near 90%. This is something that people need to know, and the left-wing media needs to stop playing God. With people's lives and start telling them the truth because if they don't start telling them the truth um, then later on when these things come about we know exactly who to blame because you guys had um, you guys had access to this information for as long as we have right so no more excuses now um, as we know the the left-wing media doesn't jump on a story or start telling the truth about an issue until they know they have no options, which is now why they're starting to interview people about what's going on with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden from uh, from the, uh, the the aspect of uh, he actually might be guilty. CBS just ran an interview with someone talking to them about these whistleblowers and about the alleged scheme uh, scheme with uh, Biden receiving money from foreign powers. So uh, the, the fact that CBS is even willing to do that tells you something bigger is right behind it down the line because they're not doing that unless they expect the next big thing. If they didn't expect it, then they would have, uh, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt that they know something's coming and they want to get in front of it. It's just like the laptop when everybody started finally coming out saying, yeah, the laptop's real. Once they had no option but to admit the laptop was real, then they started saying the laptop was real. Now, Joe Rogan, I think, uh, as usual, I, I, I like Joe's yeah. approach to things. Uh, he, he talks like an average, regular, everyday guy. I love the guy. Um, he doesn't really take a right or left stance on some issues. Some he does, some he doesn't, and and I can I'm okay with that. These are the types of people that you can have conversations with. They're not agenda driven, right? You know, they're 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 not they're they're not the the, the weirdos and typically encountered on the left but someone that rules their life by common sense you can agree with them on some things disagree with them on other things and go on a call day and go have dinner it's okay <laughs> but that's that's the kind of guy i see him as being anyway based on um the things i see him say in his show did you
3: read the fauci now emails listen.
2: yes the freedom
3: of information emails that's really crazy because well he first of all he's admitting in these emails that masks don't work He's, was he? Yes. Yeah, he talked about it. He talked about it openly.
2: Uh, wait, I didn't know that part. I, knew, yeah. I only uh, here's, here's I thought you thing. were going to talk about the... Uh, well, that too.
3: But here's the thing. thing. But part of the email was, look, part of the mask conversation with Fauci has always been that at the beginning of the pandemic, he said masks didn't work. Uh-huh. But then he said the reason he said that is because there wasn't enough masks for first responders and hospital staff, and he didn't.
0: He wanted to make sure that the supply wasn't diminished. Right. So, he's so he's willing to lie. If it, benefits, if it benefits the people he's actually loyal to. So we should trust him then. Because he only lied to benefit everybody else and not the public. Just the... Yeah. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Said that he didn't tell the truth. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. But in these emails, he's also... These are private emails. He's right. saying masks don't work. For he's, real? Yes. He's saying that they're not effective for what you... Outside of a hospital setting, uh-huh. these masks, like, for personal use, the, the kind of cloth masks and yeah. paper masks that everybody's wearing, they're, they're not effective. They're not—they can't—exactly what did he say? Let's, let's pull it up yeah. so we get exactly what he said. But that's not even the big part. The big part is he's talking about gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab, and he's concerned about it and thinking whether or not they had paused that and whether they're still doing that, and he's trying to connect— the gain-of-function research in the Wuhan lab with this COVID breakout and Uh whether or not that's where it came from.
0: And, see, that is where you start to realize who Anthony Fauci was. First of all, he said he didn't fund it when he did fund it through EcoHealth. And then, even though when he said he didn't fund it, he said, funny because you're receiving an award here for funding it. And then I had had a, a friend of mine that left this the other day. God bless his soul. He's an older guy. But uh, he he really said, and he believed what he said when he said it, he said, Anthony Fauci didn't know he was funding it when he was funding it. It's not his fault. I guess that's what CNN's saying these days, because that's absolutely 1,000% not true. The guy funded it, and he did a lot more than that, too. A lot more than that. If you take a look at what he did with Pfizer-Moderna behind the scenes, long before uh, the vaccine that ever came out, he had actually already started... By giving them a um, by giving them a, a copy of the sequence of the virus to start working on the anti the the, the I would say the antivirus but the the vaccine long before um, the first case was ever uh, found in the United States and that that is the part where everything just kind of falls apart really uh, for me because. There is a linear one, two, three, ABC kind of a, a, a gradual progression to this story that starts with a lab leak in Wuhan. But there's obviously even more than that going on because if this is true, which we know it is true, um, then what else? We need to fill in the rest of the blanks caused by that little bit of knowledge. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, but also makes you think, I, I mean, what, what, what kind of nefarious stuff was really happening here? Let's let Joe finish.
2: Right. And Why is that a big deal?
0: Because that's,
3: he, they funded it. The NIH funded these people who funded the gain-of-function research uh-huh. in the Wuhan lab, which means they're responsible for funding the very research that led to this outbreak, if that's where it came from
2: right so all this
3: time when he's been saying it came from nature there's no way it came from a lab well you know that's shifted right now everybody's saying well, now it came from a lab right 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 but then not because the evidence right. right but the evidence is pointing yeah as it's most likely that it came from a lab uh-huh. but this whole time Fauci's been saying it didn't but you see in his emails that he was concerned
2: well concerned but isn't that <laughs> but isn't that like just trying to figure out what the information
0: here it is Here it is like a true leftist but what he really meant was this and what he maybe what he was trying to say was that no 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 he is no he is not a dumb guy right he even said prior to trump uh uh, being elected he said that there we were going to face a pandemic during his tenure as president i mean i've been alive 46 years i haven't seen a pandemic this guy Nails down the fact that we're going to have a pandemic within a four year period. I mean, this is this, there's more going on, people. I I don't know what, but I can tell you that there is more to this than what anyone realizes uh, for sure.
2: It is not really because he doesn't definitively know either, right?
3: There's a lot of indications, according to the email, Mm -hmm. that he's talking to another scientist. Right. The scientist points out the variables or the the the, um, the components of the virus mm-hmm. that seem to indicate that it possibly came from a lab. A mask you buy in a drugstore is not really effective in keeping out the virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit in keeping out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do mm-hmm.
0: not. So what he's doing right there, and I'll back that up for a second because I will let that come over too quickly. Um, but he's showing the email there. And, and, but prior to me even getting uh, to that, he, he I want to address something that uh, Joe said, and that is that the other scientist is stating that there are things about this virus when viewed under a microscope that led him to believe that there is more to this virus that meets the eye that it looks like it had been put together in a lab. Now, I've heard Redford say that. I've heard... Uh, several other uh, people say that uh, Robert McCullough said it. Um, there were a lot of people, I forget the guy who worked as uh, uh, one of the head docs uh, while Trump was in, I forget his name. But he, he said it as well, and he even addressed Congress uh, with the information that he brought forward because he just thought, well, the way that we were handling this situation was overkill, and it was doing a lot more damage than it was good, and it's obviously we know now that it was true. And not only do, now do we know it's true, we know that they utilized uh, this pandemic uh, to their benefit, to get things done that they normally wouldn't be able to get done. They love it when we're in a frenzy, when we're in a panic, and uh, they they tend to try to pass laws and do things they otherwise wouldn't be able to in uh, better times. You know, don't let any, what, 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 it, what did uh, he say, don't let any travesty or whatever go to a waste. I forget the guy's name, uh, Rahm Emanuel, uh, just a real piece. Uh, <laughs> he worked for Clinton and he, and he, and he worked for Obama, but uh, the guy, he just went into, well, he, he became a, a, a politician in Chicago, so that should tell you all you need to know about him right there. Uh, there are no non-corrupt politicians in Chicago. All right, listen. From a lab
2: uh-huh. a mask is the email. A
3: drugstore is not really effective in keeping out the virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit in keeping out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do mm-hmm. not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you're going to a very low risk location. See, this is just him saying.
0: That's it right there. So if he he's telling you right there in the email, like he doesn't think masks work. Uh, he, he said it more than once that he doesn't think masks work. And then prior to that, you saw the scientists break down the size of coronavirus, uh, which was 0.01 microns or something in the in the holes in your mask are like uh, 0.0, uh, 0.7, excuse me, 0.7 or 0.8. In some cases in the n 95s they're 0.5. But there you can have on three or four of those masks. And coronavirus is so small, it comes and goes as it pleases, right in and out of your mask. It doesn't make any difference. What it drops is large particulates and things like that, like a sneeze or something, while a doctor is maybe using it in the operating room while giving you a surgery or something of that nature. So it works better for the person whom is sick versus the person whom is not. But once you leave the setting, a sterile setting like a hospital or something like that, you really just aren't doing anything, it's all theater. And that's exactly what Rand Paul was actually getting at, as the fact that it was truly, uh, uh, truly all, theater. First
1: Rhodes is known as so, the
0: founder of give the... Just a uh, second here, I didn't mean to get ahead of myself, but we're going to go on to this January 6th deal. Now, Stuart Rhodes, the founder of the Oath Keepers, was sentenced to 18 years in prison for his involvement in the January 6th Capitol uh, riot. Many Americans believe that the riot was orchestrated by federal authorities as a setup, and a sizable majority of likely voters believe that government agents were secretly operating in the crowds. Uh, Darren Beatty, a political commentator, has argued that the government is giving out ridiculously absurd sentences as a way to send a threatening message to other dissidents. He has also highlighted two smoking gun pieces of evidence that he believes undermines the government's narrative about the riot. Ray Epps also needs to be part of this conversation. Now, remember, and we did podcasts where we exposed this whole situation with Ray Epps, and so have many, many other people. You see Ray Epps on the day of whispering to people and telling them, uh, you know, right after he gets on talking to them, they go about trying to rip the gates down. You see him prompting people to go inside of the Capitol on that day, and he had been there several days. In a row, where he was saying that same thing, go inside the Capitol. We need to go inside the Capitol, and so here's a guy advocating for the crime. He is encouraging people to commit the crime, and yet he was never arrested, which goes right in the flies right in the face of what the FBI said would happen if anyone, uh, you know, for anyone that was a part of that. So he was a part of that. Where? where why didn't he get locked up? How come they won't answer that question? Why won't they answer that question? He should have been locked up. He was there telling people to commit uh, an offense where real Trump supporters, uh, guys that were there, immediately called him out. And he started chanting Fed at him directly because they weren't falling for it. Also, the police officers that were there with their badges tucked away, with their faces covered and all these types of things that weren't listened to the people as they were shouting at them to stop the people from going up the stairs to the Capitol uh, and and not allow this to happen, thats this is not what they stand for. Now, they they just stood silently as they did it. Now, we know Nancy Pelosi was in charge of the security for the Capitol that day and that Donald Trump offered the National Guard to her, which she turned down. She turned down. Now, when you couple that with the guys that um, uh, put the pipe bombs there, DNC and so forth, Uh, where, who was that guy? I heard, um, I heard on Bongino the other day that he had a contact that tells him that inside of the FBI that there's someone there who has a, that says that they have a video of a license plate number of this guy getting into the car, which we all knew. You can't go anywhere. I'm from this place. I'm from Baltimore. I've, I spent my whole younger life, the first 18 plus years of my life, running around D.C. and Baltimore City and so forth. I know this place very, very well. You're not going anywhere without being on camera. I don't care if you're in the the inner city of Baltimore. It doesn't matter where you are. They have cameras on every corner with this flashing light on the top that say, Believe, you are not going anywhere and not being on camera. So they know who this guy is. And this is part of the reason why people don't trust the FBI In our law enforcement, because it it, it, it may sound like a conspiracy theory, yes, but the truth of the matter is that we have so little faith in our FBI, we have so little faith in our intelligence community, and the way that they've gone out and levied charges against uh, uh, Trump and trying to set him up, and so many false allegations, uh, that it it is not beyond uh, the realm of possibility that, you would want people to look like they were some type of a white supremacist or some nationalist group out there trying to do some harm to the country uh, and then trying to align Trump with them folks after the fact so that you can paint this picture of who you think people are that just literally just love their country. And then... Let's talk about Stuart Rhodes. Let's talk about the Oath Keepers. Now I took a hard look because I'll be honest with you, I didn't know much about the organization. I didn't know much about the group. Uh as much as I do, let's say about like Proud Boys or uh Patriot Prayer with Joey Gibson and the Northwest. And by the way, if you're watching this, uh Joey Gibson up there in the Northwest guy, we'd really like to have you on the show. Uh really like your message. Uh and and would love for other people to hear it as well. Um, but I, uh, I, I took a hard look at who they are as a group. I listened to every speech that this man gave. And there's nothing that he said that I disagree with. So it really comes down to the point of how much government overreach. Remember how this com- country started. It started with... Uh, uh, George Washington and, and, and the founding fathers being called terrorists for breaking off from uh, 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 Britain and, and, and going their own way and writing a constitution and declaring their independence, right? So it, <laughs> what we done what we've done here uh, people, is we have gone so far away from that original document. They have added to, amended, overlooked, uh, talked around uh, so much in, in past laws and then our new laws that weren't based on the Constitution. Now we have laws created about laws that were passed that those original laws were wrong. So these new laws that they passed based on those wrong laws, they're wrong too. Like, I'll give you an, I'll give you a for instance, just so I'm not sitting here spouting off nonsense, Uh, Obama created a law uh, when he became president that said that Congress is no longer allowed to insider trade. When were they ever allowed to insider trade? Also, another non-constitutional law, when right around the time of uh, the Edward Snowden incident, when Obama was in office, he said uh, in no certain terms that they would only keep the electronic data that you and I use when we send emails, text messages, what have you, whatever, that they would only keep that for uh, two years, that you would have a two-year trail of your data that would follow you. Well, you're not supposed to have any trail of any data following anybody unless you have a warrant. So this law is also unconstitutional. But what they do is they pass these laws, and, and perception is power. If you believe they have the power to create said law, then guess what? They do. And it's only when people push back and use that document, that constitution, and they start pushing back. And when we start to realize that we do not have to honor laws that are not constitutional. We don't have to honor them. And anyone who is honoring them or pushing them is anti-American. So this is what the founders meant when they said to (laughs) to defend our country against all enemies foreign and domestic. Now, I don't want to put too much of a gray area on that domestic thing, because when the government starts to turn on its own people and starts to think that getting rid of or replacing the Constitution is a good idea and they've rallied enough people on one side to make make a go at actually doing it, that's what the Constitution was actually written for. So that that remaining few, those people, those real Americans that are on the other side of that issue, uh, outnumbered or not, have a fighting chance, and that's what the Second Amendment is for. So when you have a government that's turned absolutely tyrannical and starts going after people to to go after their Second Amendment, to go after their bank accounts, to go after whatever it is, you know, taking away your freedom simply because you believe in something and you believe in a Constitution and you believe in holding your government. Uh, Accountable so what has happened is we created a government that now acts a government by the government and for the government not we the people Not we the people because what what happened here? uh, 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 With this next story that I'm going to get into uh, here in a little more uh, depth, but the FBI not wanting to release uh, The the FD Whatever what FD 104 I believe I might have the number of the document wrong, but in any case, uh, they the Congress have subpoenaed uh, the FBI and asked them for a document that shows Biden's complicity in um, in, in a pay for play scheme, and the FBI is not complying with the subpoena. Hold up, what? Congress, right? Congress. Tells the FBI, via a subpoena, written by a judge. Give us this, and they say no. Who are they protecting? Who are they protecting? Hold this guy in contempt, whether or not he gives you the documentation anyway. Still hold him in contempt. He said no. He's not listening. It's time to stop giving people all these damn chances. It was like that clip that I played a while back where the mayor comes in and he sits before the school board and he tells them I just sat with a judge and I talked to a judge tonight about the things that I heard in this school and about the pornography on the shelves and the lesson plan you guys are teaching and they tell me that I can levy charges against every one of you guys sitting on this school board so I'm going to give you one chance he says resign or I'm or I'm, I'm 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 pushing charges on all of you of course what do they do they resign no You charge them anyway. Quit giving people these chances, these uh, get-out-of-jail-free cards, and making it look like you've done something good because you confronted them. So what? Everyone gets their asses chewed. What we need are people being held accountable for the things that they do so they actually stop doing them. Because what we see here is the left going after people who truly believe in the Constitution, believe in their country, and love it, and they're holding the line. And as a result of them holding the line, they're being sent to jail. And what? And then they, I'm not going to jump ahead of myself, but they, when I get to it, I'm, I'm going to show you these clips, and, and you'll understand what I mean by they're signaling out people. Because we all know that uh, justice should be blind, but the fact of the matter is, it's truly not. Especially when those on the left are in charge. So listen to uh, what it says here about uh, the Oath Keeper, which is named Stuart Rhodes. Listen to what they say about him, and then we're going to go on and let the FBI make a few statements and let them put their foot in their mouths, as they usually do on subjects like this.
1: So, here we go. Documents. Uh, first of all, Stuart Rhodes is known as the founder of the Oath Keepers. And according to this document, it says the seditious conspiracy indictment alleges that Rhodes and 11 others uh, were prepared and willing to use and transport firearms, ammunition into Washington, D.C. Uh, to participate in the conspiracy, organizing trainings to teach and learn paramilitary combat tactics, bringing and contributing paramilitary gear, weapons and supplies including knives batons and combat uniforms basically Sandra the Department of Justice is saying this was a conspiracy planned for months according to these charging documents that's why they are charging Stuart Rhodes and 11 others with seditious conspiracy
0: so first of all BS um, it's not that I agree with people be violently uh, 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 making their way into the building at all. Zero. Uh, do I agree anything at all to do with that? Do I think that government can do something to the level which the people have to rise up? Uh, of course. That's why our founding fathers made that provision in our Constitution, because they believe uh, there lies the possibility of that at some point. uh True enough, but we are a frog in boiling water at this point. We didn't realize when they, when they, when they turned the heat on and it just got a little warm. But we didn't realize and it. it just continued to get hotter and hotter and hotter. Now here we are boiling away and we don't realize how far away from what we're supposed to be what we currently are. The difference between the constitutional republic and what we currently are the chasm is immense. It's it's enormous. It's enormous. And I, I mean my personal take on it is that we have created a, a a a group of peoples who want stuff handed to them, and they will vote for anyone and everyone who says they will give it to them. Uh, that's exactly what we got. And then when they started when they started realizing that well oh, maybe we're going to start losing our base. And that people are going to start truly waking up. (laughs) You know, they like to use that term woke because they're asleep. But the people that are truly waking up uh, are going to start leaving the Democrat Party in droves. So what do they do? They start importing new voters. And to show you how much they care about their old voters, they went about kicking them out of their homes, kicking kicking them out of their housing projects, kicking them out of the hotels the government was putting them up in. Uh, whether or not you be a veteran or, or, or a regular homeless American citizen uh, or just someone who just needs a hand up, uh, you're overlooked because someone in, from another country who's never paid a tax in their life, who wasn't born here, they need it. So guess what? you got to go to the back of the line now. You know how many people in this country wait to get on the list to get housing for, like, Section H and so forth? Uh, it, it, it's, it's a It's a pretty good list. And these people didn't even have to wait on that list They literally got put in housing and moved into the uh, interim uh, all over the United States. And it's somebody needs to do something about it, that simple. I, I don't care if it's retroactively or not, but we need to go through our country and we need to clean it out. We need to get all these people that illegally came into this country over the last few years and create a task force to go round them up and send them back. That's simple. It was done once before in 1953. So, we can do it again. And I don't with this many people here in our country, I don't think it'll be hard. I think you can go state to state, city to city and and it would not be hard at all to do whatsoever. Now, as I told you, you're going to hear some of the stuff uh, that they charged him with, uh, Stuart Rhodes, and, uh, uh, and I'm going to ha- ha- let you listen to the FBI's the Oath Keepers uh,
3: Association of uh, Current Stop Serving here. and Former Military, uh, Police and Firefighters, all of us who swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic.
2: Commander-in-Chief Zia is the president by our Constitution. Mm-hmm. If he issues an order, are you telling people not to obey the order if they don't like it? If it's unconstitutional, yes.
0: So that's the thing right there, right? And that's what they don't like about him. The guy says, yes, if it's not constitutional. And Bill O'Reilly looking at him like, what do you mean? You wouldn't follow an order even if it was unconstitutional? Like you're supposed to anyway? No, you're not. There is a standard that goes beyond me, that goes beyond anyone's badge or anyone's title in this country. And that law... Uh, is the Constitution. Those are the guidelines that, that set us apart from the rest of the entirety of the world. When you throw that in the trash, you've thrown America in the trash. And we cannot allow it to happen. And it takes people just like Mr. Rhodes there standing up, no matter what the consequences are, and in, 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 in pushing the line of saying, I'm going to hold you accountable. The Constitution is the standard. Now, as far as him training people and paramilitary this and all that kind of thing, I I don't know the particulars about those charges. Whether or not he did and they dressed in camo, so what? That's not illegal. If he taught a bunch of people how to fight and defend themselves on the street, do you not know what what we're supposed to be here in the United States? The police are not our first line of defense. We are. The police are just backup. We are the first line of defense. Police response is never fast enough for shots fired. You are your first line of defense, people. You are. So if you get a bunch of your friends together, and you should so happen to want to train, and you should so happen to want to put on fatigues and camo as you do it, or you should just want to go happen to join a group of people that want to teach you how to shoot, how to load, how to do all the things you need to do where they're going to take care of yourself, especially in a world full of Antifa riots, of CHOP zones that they don't talk about, they never bring up, uh, a a whole CHOP zone, an autonomous zone where the police couldn't even go inside. But no, these guys were seditious. Did those guys ever go to jail? Who was the uh, mastermind behind the, the autonomous zone? Anyone know? I don't. Do you? Did anyone go to jail for it? Who, who burned down the federal, court, the federal courthouse? Who tried to do that? Anyone know the name? Anybody? I don't. Do you? No, because it didn't happen. What about the Antifa guys that tried to burn down the uh, police training facility in Georgia? Anyone know their names? No? Oh, that's weird. Me either. The reason why is because they don't enforce the law equally on both sides. They don't. They don't. They want those agitators out there because they're hoping they will agitate us. What they're hoping for is groups like the Oath Keepers and others will stand up and say enough is enough, and then just go. And the moment that that happens, that's when the guys in the administration that are currently occupying the White House get what they want, because they can paint the picture to be whatever they want it to be, just like they did on January sixth, and then they can they can change the whole narrative, and then they can change they can fundamentally change America at that point, because they can start rewriting the history from this moment forward and talk about how the, the people who loved their country and the patriots and so forth were actually Nazis and bigots and all these sorts of things. This is not, this is exactly what they wanted. This is, don't fall for it. Don't be that stupid that you fall for these things. They're, they are intentionally trying to set you up and gaslight you. Don't go for it. Now listen to what this airhead says here about people going to be held accountable uh, for their roles in uh, January 6th. But keep in mind, listen to the whole thing that he says and when he's done, a, I'll explain why I think he's, it, it's a crock.
1: The Justice Department remains committed to holding all January 6th perpetrators at any level accountable under law. Yeah?
0: Is that a fact? What about Ray Epps? What about Ray Epps? I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care who the guy on the right that gets in. God, I hope it's Trump. God, I hope it's Trump. But whoever the candidate is that gets in there is going to be better than anything these guys offer up right now. I, I just hope it's not an establishment candidate because I can't I can't do it no more. I can't do the WWF uh, or WWE now. <laughs> I still call it the WWF and it will always be the WWF to me. But uh, that, that style of politics where they sit there and pretend that they 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 don't like each other or that they're on different sides of the political aisle when they're all establishment. Uh, and that was what politics used to be in this country for the longest time. And it still is on a lot of levels. You got people that still do that. You got Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney and others who actually They operate that way. Why do you think that the uh, 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 Bill uh, George Bush rather George Bush uh, and even Bill Clinton, true too, actually, uh, and Obama they don't miss opportunities to take photos with each other and they go to the same events. You notice Trump doesn't play that game. He's he's not showing up and taking photos and shaking hands and being buddy-buddy with these people. Did you see the looks on their faces when he showed up to, uh, to the funeral, to George Bush Sr.'s funeral and handed them the envelopes? I would love to know what was in the envelope that caused their faces to light up that way, but that's just me. Now, this uh, Fox News deal, uh, in the FBI is investigating uh, a hack by someone they think uh, who did this by the name of Tim Burke. The FBI is investigating an alleged computer hack at Fox News that resulted in the release of unaired footage of Tucker Carlson. Now, there were people uh, when this happened that were on the side of thinking Fox did this, and then there were people thinking, ah, this just doesn't seem like something Fox would do. I I kind of took the the line that Fox did it, and and they were doing it. Not only did they do it, but they did it uh you know because tucker carlson wasn't saying anything or was muzzled he was still under contract and they were leaking footage uh in in, in things to make it look like he was some uh, sort of like bigot or he was misogynistic or something and none of the clips ever made him look bad whatsoever the footage was published by vice and media matters for america uh, it did not show carlson in a negative light in fact it made him appear more popular, like what I just said. The FBI has not released any information about who they believe is responsible for the act, but they are reportedly investigating Tim Burke, a media consultant and the husband of a Tampa Bay City Council member, Lynn Hertak. Um, and they've denied any wrongdoing in this. Now, the FBI investigation is ongoing and it's unclear what the outcome will be. However, the fact that the footage was released without Carlson's consent is a serious matter. It is possible that the uh, that the hacker or hackers were trying to damage Carlson's reputation. That, it's not that they were trying. That's exactly what they were trying to do. I mean, even the labels of uh, of of the of the uh, videos before they aired uh, showed you that even if that wasn't their intent, it was the intent of the people who ran the footage because that's how they build it, including Fox. You know, so they they're they're full of it. Um, you know, just, just absolute hypocrisy and, you know, Tucker Carlson, it took the high road and, and thank God he did. And I can't wait to see his show and what he does next. I, I I got it on my, uh, I, I I got it, you know, set ready to go the day he airs. I'm going to be there. I'm sure you will too. And uh, I I can't wait to see what he does next when he's unmuzzled and uh, unfeathered to any type of a network or anything like that. I I just can't wait to see uh, how he approaches um, everything, (laughs) how he tells a story when there's no one there to tell him what he can and can't say. So now the FBI is not complying with the subpoena, and we talked about this briefly, but I I want you to hear uh, some of these clips uh, from Comer and others about what they plan to do about it and what information they actually have, what the document is, what it says and why they're trying to get it. Now the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer and Chuck Grassley have subpoenaed an FBI informant. Uh, that FBI informant has allegedly accused President Biden of being part of a five million dollar bribery scheme in which the vice president uh, the FBI has uh, while he was vice president rather, which the FBI has refused to provide. The file citing concerns about the informant's confidentiality and the fact that that tips are unverified. Comer and Grassley have threatened to hold the FBI director, named Christopher Wray, in contempt of Congress if the file is not produced by Tuesday. Tuesday has came and gone, folks. So the FBI has said releasing... The uh, confidential source information could potentially jeopardize investigations and put lives at risk. However, Comer and Grassley argue that the public has a right to know about any potential wrongdoing by the president. Of course we do. The dispute over whether or not the informant's file is the latest in a series of controversies involving the Biden family. Hunter Biden is under criminal investigation by Delaware U.S. attorney. I'm sure... I'm sure Delaware's investigating them really, really hard. No, it, it, this is this is much easier to deal with than any of that. The FBI, whether it be, and, and, and also Janet Yellen, and everybody else who stood in the way of what was really going on or why uh, what, what Biden was really doing and, and covering for him. It, the FBI is covered for him. The De- Department of Justice is covered for him. The Treasury Department is covered for him. Come on, people. It's time to clean house. Listen to this.
4: So, you are going to hold FBI Director Ray in contempt of Congress if he refuses to produce the FBI document you subpoenaed, alleging allegedly that an FBI whistleblower says President Biden engaged in a legal bribery scheme with a foreign national. What more can you tell us about this? Well,
1: you're correct, Liz. We're very concerned about this allegation. And, and very frustrated that the FBI has been stonewalling us. Uh, this is a very serious accusation. Uh, this accusation fits a pattern that we un- uncovered, uh, especially in Romania, where then Vice President Biden visits a country, talks about foreign policy and foreign aid, and then two weeks later, his family starts getting uh, bank wires uh, from uh, foreign nationals in this country uh, to the different Biden family members so uh... what this allegation says is that joe biden did this exact same thing in another country and pretty clearly details exactly how the payments were made so we want to know not just uh... what the form ten twenty three says but we also want to know what ten twenty three i did to investigate this very serious allegation so that's the, that's the number of the file, 1023.
0: I know it was FD something. So, you know, he, he goes and he speaks in Romania about some foreign policy issues, and t- soon after he leaves, he starts getting these uh, wire transfers. 16 of 17 he received while he was still president. So, I mean, this is, of course, something that every one of us should want to know exactly uh, what he's doing, what's going on. Why in the world is he getting money from foreign nationals? Not just him. Why are his grandchildren? The Bidens don't even have a business, people. They don't operate hotels. They don't operate uh, anything. Anything for that matter. I believe Jim Biden went over to talk to the Saudi Arabians about, uh, 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 on behalf of Hill International, to settle a construction dispute, which is actually what I do uh, for a living for real. And... Uh, I looked up, I didn't see Jim Biden have any kind of experience, claims experience, or anything at all. Or why in the world was he tapped by Hill International to go settle a a, a dispute, a a construction dispute, or a claim. Uh, Very weird. Very, very weird. So... Uh, I got two more clips that I want to play you
1: on this subject of these subpoenas. What the Listen.
4: FBI whistleblowers say in, that the, that FBI forum contains? What are the details about it? What do we know?
1: Well, basically what you, what you just reported, that uh, when Joe Biden was vice president, uh, he was involved in a pay-for-play scheme uh, with a foreign country uh, pertaining to foreign aid and, and foreign policy. Uh, again, this fits a pattern that we're seeing uh, with countries all over the, the world where uh, when Joe Biden was at the end of his vice presidency, he traveled to different countries. Uh, In some instances, took family members and and, uh, met with former associates of his son. And then soon afterwards, then payments started flowing uh, into different shell companies that would then flow down to different Biden family members. I mean, this is one of the most serious charges, uh, accusations uh, that's ever been made against any public official in the history of the United States. And... That and that's the truth. I
0: these types of charges they're not brought lightly against them. But the only thing is is that the the guys that are on the right, the the ones that are loyal to Trump, uh the ones that just are just loyal to the Constitution in general, they have questions. And and they're emboldened by this MAGA movement. And they are emboldened by it because people love their country and they love to see someone finally uh in in the office that does too uh that that's not just a politician but someone who actually gives a damn about the country they represent And that's what Donald Trump was Donald Trump was the guy who cared so what is but your reaction here's to the thing IR- he he cared and and he did something about it uh and and, and we're looking forward to that but with The left knows. The left knows this very well. If they don't change the perception of people uh, to the guys going against them on the right, the, the conservative crowd, if they don't change the conception that people have about anyone who is on the right as being a bigot, a racist, a homophobe, or whatever the case may be, Nazi, all these other deplorable Names that, that that they try to levy against people on the right. If they don't get the people on the left to all in concert, all think that way, then then they lose. Then that means people are going to start considering the facts on the table. And when they do, the left loses because they're crooked as the day is long. So they need to attack the people on the right constantly. They need to levy charges, true or false. They st- always They need to levy charges again and again and again and again just in a constant barrage of things that are just complete. Even Obama detailed it. He said, if we put enough uh, disinformation out there in the sphere, people won't know what to believe. So he told you their plan. Just like when Biden told you the plan about what was going to happen with the Nord Stream pipeline. He said, oh, don't worry, we'll take care of it. It was gone two weeks later. They tell you what they're going to do. They don't hide it whatsoever. Uh, listen, listen to this last clip that I have. Uh, on the House Oversight Committee Chair uh, Comer uh, as he's threatening to hold the FBI in contempt over not turning over this document. Listen to what he says.
4: Press Commissioner Danny Werfel sending a letter to House Ways and Means saying it wasn't the IRS, it was Biden's Justice Department who retaliated against an IRS whistleblower. The DOJ Check removed the out. entire IRS team probing Hunter Biden. Now we've got two IRS whistleblowers, multiple FBI whistleblowers. Mm-hmm. Who say Biden's Justice Department is politically meddling and stonewalling potential criminal charges against Hunter Biden?
1: Well, this is what needed to happen. We're starting to have the good quality career employees at the Department of Justice, at the IRS, and at the FBI come forward and say, look, this is. THIS IS BAD WHAT'S taking PLACE. WE DON'T SUPPORT IT. THERE'S BEEN AN ACTIVE COVER-UP FOR MANY YEARS AND WE'RE NOT GOING TO TAKE IT ANYMORE. WE'RE GOING TO STAND UP AND WE'RE GOING TO DO THE RIGHT THING AND WE'RE GOING TO TALK TO CONGRESSIONAL INVESTIGATORS AND WE'RE GOING TO SHINE A LIGHT ON THIS WRONGDOING. SO I THINK THAT uh, WHAT WE'RE SEEING PLAY OUT IS A VERY POSITIVE DEVELOPMENT. IT'S A POSITIVE DEVELOPMENT FOR TRANSPARENCY. IT'S A POSITIVE DEVELOPMENT IN MY QUEST TO SQUASH Public corruption. So uh, I'm excited about all the new whistleblowers that are coming forward, and and I applaud the IRS for for quickly laying blame where it should be, and that is with the Department of Justice. And you know,
0: so, and that's it. So we have we have these whistleblowers come forward. They tell you that they're slow playing or or, or not doing their jobs to the fullest of their ability. Uh, When it comes to the Hunter Biden case in the IRS, we have whistleblowers come forward to tell us that they're they're intentionally blowing this investigation and treating it with kid gloves. As a result, the DOJ, who's not even the IRS at the behest of they're under Biden, uh, make a phone call over to the IRS and have all of the people that are on the case thrown off the case. The DOJ does it. Come on, this is. I've never seen a president use his power, as president, the way this guy does, like some kind of mob boss. He's raided Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's apartment. Remember, Rudy Giuliani is the is is uh, the president of the country's lawyer. Right now, we're raiding lawyers' homes in an effort to see what maybe what information the lawyers holding uh, of their clients. I mean, how what, what how far won't they go? Literally. Literally, what won't they do? They've, they've busted Mar-a-Lago. They, they've already raided the, the president's home. They've locked up Bannon. They've locked up, I mean, come on, Flynn. The, the guy is a patriot. He's loved his country. The only reason that the people on the left didn't like him is because he had their number. And I hope in the next administration someone finds a space for Mike Flynn. Because, my God, he deserves it. And I'm sure he wants his redemption. And someone needs to give it to him because he's earned it in spades. Well, guys, it's been an amazing uh, Tuesday here hanging out. Well, it's just Wednesday here (laughs) hanging out with you guys. Sorry about that. And um, as usual, you know, um, I'm going to say to you, I I went through our, our analytics. And it looks like, I mean, we're getting... Listeners, guys, and, 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 and it's quite a bit, and it's enough, to, it's an, it's enough to, to give me pause, thinking about where we came from to where we are. But only about 20% of those people who are listening are subscribing. If you want to support the Patriots Prayer Podcast, do me a favor, guys. Please click that follow, like, and subscribe button and leave us a comment. It means the world to me more than you think. And as usual, silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you tomorrow in the Patriots prayer.